0: Commissioner Sarnoff, are you there with us?
1: How are you doing, Grant? I'm here.
0: I'm great. Mark, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: No, I know you were traveling and, and probably quite busy. So did you get to hear any of what we were chatting about earlier tonight, or should That's I fill you in really, a little bit?
1: I'm sorry, I didn't grant. I apologize.
0: No worries. No worries. Well, we did have Rick Hirsch on the show. He just took off, and uh, Rodney Barretto, the spokesperson for Ultra, also called in and we had a good chat about Ultra, but I wanted to get your thoughts because there's a city commission meeting this Thursday night, right, at, at City Hall. It's uh, 3,500 Dinner Key Road or Pan American Drive. Pan, Pan American Drive. Right. It's, it's at Dinner Key. I understand that you've got something pending with Ultra this Thursday.
1: We do. We, there's a resolution asking that Ultra no longer come back to the Bayfront Trust to the, uh, to the park. Bayfront Trust Park right there. Um, The basis of that is in 2013, we said that we would look at statistics from Ultra and see how it was doing. Well, here's what we now know. Three people have died of MDMA drug overdoses in 2013. That's statistics based on emergency room deaths at Jackson Memorial Hospital. This year we had one death, and I'm not speaking of Mr. Soto, um, the person that was found dead in the car. We have a person in critical condition doing poorly, and of course we have Erica Mack. In 2013, we had a stampede at the front gate where 25 police officers with their bikes putting them across their chests, pushed against the the non-ticketed crowd for about 20 minutes to hold them off. So We knew that stampedes were happening. We knew that it was being arranged on social media. And then in 2014, we had the stampede where Erica Mack was trapped behind a gate that Ultra was told to fix and change, and she broke her leg in two places, and she received a fractured skull and brain trauma.
0: Okay, so there's been some significant injuries caused by or during the Ultra Music Festival.
1: Well, it's my case. Four deaths, two people in critical condition, and possibly another death.
0: Do you think that's in line or unusual for a music festival of this scope and size? I know that there's sometimes injuries and other mal events happening at music festivals that are massively large like Glastonbury or other EDM we're just festivals out there in the country. Do you think well, that this is I an do. outlier?
1: I, I do know that the Electric Zoo, when they had two drug overdose deaths and, um Randall Island, in New York in 2013, that Bloomberg shut down the second, two days, second and third day of the event. I do know now that Electric Zoo is trying to come back because they've hired De Blasio's main fundraiser and, uh, they're trying to get a permit and De Blasio's considering it. I, I think, I think these are way too many deaths. I think these are way too many injuries, and I have never seen another event that is put in the urban core just like this, uh, certainly not in New York, certainly not in any of the major cities in America. Um, the, the, the events that you're talking about, whether it's, you know, any of the major festivals, they exist exterior of the urban quarter, corridor, and that includes, you know, the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival, 350,000 people, but they're in the fairgrounds, they're in the horse track race uh, in New Orleans, they're not in downtown New Orleans, so New York doesn't allow it to happen in Central Park. I think this is something that's too much for the urban core because you're putting about 70,000 people in one night in a pen because that's what you're putting them in, G8 fencing, and you have one way in and one way out, and you're creating no emergency exits. So you're you're creating the, the necessary components of a tragedy, and we've had many singular tragedies.
0: Well, the problem hasn't been people trying to escape, has it? It's been people trying to break in. Now, I understand that it is a significant population in downtown, but do you have ridership counts, or have you heard any anecdotal stories about the use of transit? Because I can tell you that when I was on the Metro Mover, I saw the cars, they'd they'd have double cars, and they were being full. I mean, they were used. So it didn't seem to me like anybody was out of control in those cars, but I mean, do you think that it's a disruption factor for traffic, or is it just you feel that the festival itself is too dangerous?
1: When you have to take Friday and Saturday off of the schools of Miami-Dade College, you have to take off. When you have drug-sniffing dogs going into you know, LaSalle, the Friday of class, to get the MDMA out of it, you kind of wonder, where is this going? What are you doing to your own population? Is this the kind of festival the city of Miami wants to promote, where we have to acknowledge, Grant, about 70% of the people attending this festival are doing MDMA. MDMA elevates your blood temperature, requires you to drink a lot of water, it causes a sucking event. That's why they sell all this water downtown. That's why they sell all the lollipops. And that's why a number of people have died because the brain actually hemorrhages from their from their blood, uh, the blood being too high for the brain. So that's how most of these people die.
0: Well... Uh, the One other argument is, isn't it better to simply have it out in the open where everybody can see what's actually going on? I mean, if 70% of, of Ultra was using some sort of illicit substance, only 0.005% was detained or arrested. You're talking about 80 arrests for 480,000 admissions, something like that.
1: well oh, I... I... I am sure the police department is not arresting everybody they see doing drugs, because I'm sure they're being instructed not to do that. Otherwise, you wouldn't have any police force out there.
0: Uh, you know, so- I don't know that, because honestly, I was at the Garlic Fest up in Delray Beach, and I saw the police darting into the crowd and arresting people for smoking joint. I mean, it was I- kind of shocking. I'd never seen that at a concert before, but I'd never seen, you know, I would I- never just thought that it couldn't happen, you know.
1: I- I can assure you, Grant, with the few police that we have, there is no way the city of Miami as a protocol could have people arrested for simply doing drugs. There's just not enough police officers out there.
0: No, I know. It's difficult. You have to make choices. Right. I would just like to say that I would hope that it's possible for the city and Ultra to work together, but I understand that you have a very, very adamant position on the matter, and I would encourage all of our listeners who care about this, and who have something to say to go out because you're going to have a public hearing on Thursday, is that correct?
1: There'll be a public hearing on it, correct.
0: Uh, do you have a time that the, the ultra matter is going to be brought up? Yeah?
1: The, the chairman's not giving us a time certain yet.
0: Okay, and the meeting starts at what time? 6 o'clock, 7?
1: No, it starts at 9, it oh. can, and it can be heard anywhere from 9 to 6 o'clock at night.
0: Okay, so it could be anywhere from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. And uh, where can we find out if a time gets set? Will it be on a website?
1: It
0: should be. Uh, It's what, cityofmiami.gov? Probably
1: be on miami.gov.
0: Okay. So for our listening audience, if you're interested about Ultra, there's a public hearing that will take place between the hours of 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. on April 10th at City Hall, 3500 Pan American Drive. That's Dinner Key, Miami City Hall. And you can find out more at www.miami.gov. Commissioner Sarnoff, thank you very much for joining us on the show tonight.
1: Grant, thanks for the opportunity. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you for calling. Have a great night.